What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the More Purpose Podcast. Today we are doing episode seven, and yes, we have another special guest. Look, we here with my boy Tucker Leveroni, man. Yes, sir. This is one of my brothers in Christ. Like I always tell this story when I uh, play high school football in Nansen River. Tucker used to uh, send me Bible verses before the games, like before every game. We don't even talk. Like we barely talk <laughs> every day. And he would send me them before the game. So just want to let you know I appreciate you, bro. And we're yes, glad sir. to have you here. Yes, yes sir. Yes, sir. What are we talking about today, Tuck? Yeah, today we're talking about freedom in Christ. Yes, sir. So, yes, sir. That's a good yeah, one. It's going to be crazy. Yes, sir. All right. Let's get into it, man. I'm going to let you start out, bro. Yeah, <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so freedom. So this is a big topic because I know a lot of people struggle with something. Everybody's struggle is different, but everybody is struggling with literally something. And I feel like it comes to the matter of we have to choose to be free. So whether it's uh, lust, whether it's drinking, alcohol, whatever, whatever, like whatever the situation is, you got to choose to be free. For the scripture says in 2 Corinthians 3 and 17, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So if when Jesus died, we, we got his spirit inside of us. So because of his spirit dwells in us, meaning we already have the freedom. It's yeah. just it's yeah. our choice to to walk in it, to actually like to dwell in it. Nah, facts. Yeah. But well, um. It's called in Romans 8, it basically says like how well Romans 8 and 1 it says, So now there's no condemnation for those who belong to Jesus Christ. And because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of us have to remember that, like give ourselves that reassurance that even though we may fall to the sin, it has no real control over us. It's yeah. more so like a it's like a mental thing, basically. Like a, yeah. it's like a mental battle. It's like, dang, like y'all keep falling to sin. But whole time, mm-hmm. in reality, I've I can beat sin as long as I'm like giving my life to God, mm-hmm. keeping God first and everything to help feed my spirit while I'm feeding my flesh type thing. But yeah, yeah, as long as the Holy Spirit is like guiding you. Yeah. yeah. I think it's cool because like with Romans 8.1, it's like there's no condemnation, mm-hmm. but the Holy Spirit like convicts us to live like righteously yeah. or in freedom, but it doesn't condemn us. Mm-hmm. Um, condemnation is like shame and yeah. stuff, and we're free from shame um, in Christ. Yeah. yeah, y'all have already knocked out two of the verses, <laughs> I have, which is crazy. Look, um, yeah, what were we gonna say? Oh no, nah, to what you just said about um, condemnation and then conviction. So yeah. I was actually talking to one of my friends the other day about that because I was saying how the devil tries to send condemnation where God will send conviction, meaning mm-hmm. he's correcting you because he loves you, but where yeah. the devil will get you in a place where you dwell on your failures or you missing the mark to yeah. where. I, I literally was telling my friend, I was like, you can go, you can go sin the day before church. And then when you get in church, you feel that, you feel that condemnation to where it's like, can I lift my, can I even lift my hands or mm. can I, can I ask God yeah. for anything? Because I know what I just did yeah. the other night. Yeah. So it's like, it's really a mind game when you got to know, when we know who our father is, he gives us grace, he gives us mercy. So mm. even with that, it's a matter of choosing like, to like, we know he's giving us another chance, but we got to choose to want to do better, like yeah, live yeah. in it, other yeah. than listening to the devil, like in our ear. Yeah. And I, I like this saying, it says, you can't love what you don't know. Facts. And so when we know God and who he is, like his character, mm-hmm. um, we can love him. We can't love him if we yeah. don't know him. And he wants like a loving relationship with him. That's what mm-hmm. we were built for. It's what we were created for is to be in a love relationship with him. And so when we sin, we have this tendency to run like yeah. in the back of our head thinking, mm-hmm. oh, we're not good enough for God yeah. or we can't, you know, put our hands up, whatever. We can't mm-hmm. worship God because of what we just did. But that's actually like the opposite of what God asked for. Definitely. He actually asked yeah. for us to run to him after we sin or when we mess up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's crazy because I was just reading this morning, um, Galatians 1 and 
verse 23, verse 24. Yeah. Right, uh, yeah, both of those. It was basically saying how um, Paul was the same person that was running around killing people yeah. and all that stuff, like cursing like yeah. God and the faith and everything mm-hmm. to turn it around to actually being the one that's preaching the faith and winning mm-hmm. souls and everything. So it's yeah. like, that showed me that God can use anybody to basically like to facts. spread the word, to recruit souls, to save souls, no matter what your past is, no matter what you've been through. It's always a better, like, uh, it's like a way that you can basically turn. <laughs> it's always another way that you can, like, basically show love and turn your life to Christ no matter what's, yeah. like, your past is. And how much more powerful is Paul's testimony knowing that he killed Christians Not and facts. persecuted exactly. Christians? Exactly. And that only the Holy Spirit, only Jesus can turn someone's heart like yeah. that, you know? Remember what we talked about? The other day, I was seeing how people misinterpret the scripture that says, come as you are. Yeah. I mean, they think uh, people, they think Jesus is referring to your clothes, saying come to church, like, with whatever you have. But in reality, he's saying, like, come as you are, meaning if you're depressed, still come. Mm-hmm. If you're hurt, still come. If you're stressed, still come. Because when you make the effort to come, when you make the choice, he'll make the change. So it's like, mm-hmm. if you dwell on, like you said, we're running from him, running away from him. Right. The more we run away from him, you don't get a chance to actually get presented to change because once mm-hmm. you like give your problems to him, he already knows them anyway. So it's like yeah. when you freely come in and you announce like what you have wrong, what you're struggling with, he can help you and actually make the change when you come and yeah. bring him before him. Nah, yeah. I feel like um, matter of fact, me a uh, natural male, everybody we was all talking about this like off camera the other, like the other day, but how like your habits can lead to you having more sinful actions or your habits can lead to you having more spirit-filled actions, mm-hmm. basically. So, like, in Romans 8, uh, verse 5, it says, those who are dominated by their sinful nature think about sinful things, yeah. but those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. Mm-hmm. So, letting your, so letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death, but letting the Spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like every time you fall to sin, if we're actually trying to get out of it, it's going to lead more to, like, a spirit-filled life versus, all right, I fell to sin, well, I can't get better, so I'm going to keep on saying I'm going to keep on saying yeah. That's only going to make it harder for you to get out of that rabbit hole, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, you're basically digging a deeper hole for yourself. Right. Every time you sin and be like, well, God can't help me. I'm not worthy. I'm not qualified mm-hmm. to do this and that. But I feel like once we, like, change, shift our mindsets and be like, all right, yeah, I sinned, but I know God still wants more for me. I know I want better for myself. So I'm going to keep trying to get out of it. No matter how many times I may fall mm-hmm. down, I'm going to keep getting back up until I master and discipline myself yeah. to where it's not even a want or a need anymore. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I always, I always feel like, too, your reaction to your sin and stuff kind of shows where your focus is. Right. So, like, at times in my life where I have felt, like, ashamed to go to church or, like, run from God after sin, I've realized that my focus has been on myself or on others' perception of me. Mm-hmm. But when I give God what I have, which is my sinfulness, my brokenness, and all of that stuff, it's my focus being on God and what he can make me to be, how he can change me. Um, because, yeah, I, I think like so many times I've been in a place where I'm like, oh, I can't go to church today. Yeah. Or, oh, I'm at church, but I can't really get into exactly. it because all I can yeah. think about is, you know, what I did yesterday, yeah. whatever. And that's just me focusing on myself mm, and not yeah. the one who can change my heart. Facts. You know I mean? crazy. It's yeah. definitely a heart thing, bro. Yeah. In fact, what you said with the, uh, as far as the habits and all of that stuff. So I was talking to Luke the other day and I was letting him know, like, basically how bad we need God, like, and how bad we should be thirsty for God. Mm -hmm. Like, we can't afford to go any day without not reading the word or not 
uh, praying to him or speaking to him because mm -hmm. it says, I don't know the exact scripture, but the words are our warfare. Like the word of God is our warfare. Those are our mm -hmm. weapons. Yeah. So it meaning, says something about it, like putting the spiritual armor yes, on. Yes, putting yeah, the spiritual armor of God yeah, on. Yeah. It might be in Ephesians. Yeah, Ephesians, yeah. yeah. And those are our weapons. So it's like when you don't when you don't read your word, when you don't pray, you open the door for the devil to tempt you mm -hmm. and you're more likely to fall into it because you didn't get armor with God like for the day. Exactly. You didn't yeah. feel your spirit. Exactly. Yeah. You didn't feel your spirit. That equips you to be able to fight it off. So when it comes, you like, nah, I read my word this morning. It was like, mm -hmm. man, do not live off bread alone. Yeah. Like yeah. the same way uh, the devil tempted God and he was able to just recite scriptures mm -hmm. and to fight, them off. To fight yeah. them off. Yeah. But it's, the problem is we're not consistent with our word. That's crazy. Yeah. Bro, <laughs> that's crazy. Because like, bro, that's something that I'm trying to like get better at more. So like learning how to retain scripture and actually apply it. Mm -hmm. So I started like when I do my scripture and everything, natural can attest to this too. Like I we both started like to do like the soap method. Like my sister put me on. So basically like I think I saw it yeah, the other day. Yeah, writing the scripture down, writing the observation of that scripture, how I, how can I apply it to my life and then the prayer under it mm -hmm. to basically help like ask God like how can I apply this to my life? How can I become better in this situation? Yeah. And so on and so forth. So I, that's my like my new way of trying to write retain scripture. Mm -hmm. Actually live by it versus skim through a scripture and be like, oh, that's a nice scripture for the day. And then yeah. going on, yeah, going on mm -hmm. with it. Yeah, for sure. The thing that uh, made me start reading my Bible, because I never, we talked about this in the first episode, yeah. Marlon, and I said this both. Um, I never really read my Bible consistently uh, most of my life growing up in church. But I, uh, the, the thing I heard was that it's like uh, it's like water for us, if we're like plants or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. When we're not feeding ourselves in the word, we're just growing like dry and we're mm -hmm. dying mm -hmm. on the inside. Um, we need it to live um, and to be rooted, I guess, in yeah. God. Um, but yeah. One thing I wanted to point out, since we're talking about freedom, mm -hmm. is the Western 21st century perspective of freedom, um, which uh, typically we would agree, probably people would say that freedom is the absence of rules mm -hmm. and restrictions and it's finding your truth. Yeah. What do you guys think about that? Kind of tackling that. Uh, that finding your truth? I put y'all on the spot. Yeah, yeah, like people will kind of say, oh, it's, you know, freedom or truth is subjective. Everybody has to find their own way, their own truth. Um, I think, I don't think you're finding your own truth and freedom. I feel like, this is, to, I'm not, I'm saying, I'm not agreeing with this. I'm okay, just okay, saying, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, so yeah. me personally, yeah. I think for you to have freedom, you would have had to be bound by something. So when you get freedom, mm. that means to me, like, I'm no longer a slave to whatever that thing was. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you can't just be, I'm not just freed, like, like you, when somebody get out of prison, yeah. they say they're a free man. They're not a slave to the system anymore, meaning yeah. they're free. Yeah. But you're not just free, like without any cause and effect right. like, like at you, some point you, you down the line yeah you get what i'm saying to have shackles put yes it was thing. shackles yeah. at one point yeah yeah if there were no rules then no one would be free because yeah. exactly, exactly. <laughs> bondage. and we were slaves to the law so and yeah. that was the rules in the old testament yeah. we were slaves to the laws before jesus came so yeah and that like the same thing like with people that's like um what's the thing called like how like was it sobriety Whatever, like they like the little sobriety pins. Like if they go like a certain amount of time without drinking or doing drugs. Or something. Oh, I need to talk about yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So like with them, like basically like they're free from that sobriety or that like um that addiction to alcohol, mm -hmm. drugs, whatever they was doing, and they go on this this amount of time with it. So it's like after a while, the longer you go without it, the less you gonna have the urge to need it. I think mm -hmm. Ma had said too on, on yeah. Cyber Church before. She was basically saying like when fasting, when we was fasting from certain foods and everything, 
if I can go 15 days without this, this and that, mm -hmm. doing these things, I can go another 15 days. Yeah. And the longer you can go, the more like suppressed that mm -hmm. like old like urge of, to have or need that that sinful desire or whatever that you was craving will be less and less until you don't even want it no more. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's like the same thing with that. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. I just wanted to hear what y'all thought about that because that's typically what people would say if you go on the street and ask people what's freedom, they'd be mm -hmm. like, well, I guess like the ability to do whatever you want, basically. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I got a question for you, Tuck. What's up? So how do you how do you walk out freedom? Like as far as if there's something you're struggling with or your flesh is your flesh is literally like desiring or screaming at you that mm -hmm. it wants this, whatever it is, it Sorry. wants this, but you know, you know what uh, you're supposed to do right. Mm -hmm. How do you fight that? Sometimes I fail. Yeah. And I'm gonna be honest with you guys, I struggle. Um, vice versa. Yeah. I mean, I'd be lying if I'm like, all right, guys, here's <laughs> what you need to do. I got it all figured yeah. out because I don't. Right. Um, but really what it comes down to, what sin comes down to, what denying the flesh comes down to is one, we can't do it without spirit. Like mm -hmm. I've tried it my whole life. I failed my whole life. Can't do it without spirit first off. So we need a loving relationship with God. We need his spirit dwelling in us. Um, and the second thing we need to know is the character of God, not in any order, but just the two things we need to know, the character of God and knowing that he is trustworthy. Mm. If you know God is trustworthy, then you don't have to question whether um, abstaining from, you know, sexual immorality is right or yeah, not yeah. because you know, well, God told me this and I know who God is and mm -hmm. I know who he's proven himself to be. Yeah. I know he's trustworthy. So I'm going to take his word for it. Almost, yeah. You know what I mean? I think those are the two things. Like I said, I fail all the time but yeah i don't know if that answers your question no, you did no that was good and yeah. like you said with knowing who god is i feel like me and my personal struggles i had to come to the realization that like i know god is a loving god but i never soaked in the unconditional love of god meaning yeah. it's nothing i did to get it meaning yeah. he already Let he already yeah that, that's yeah. like the more i read my bible i started to understand like he loved us so much that we were sinners and then he sent his son to save us who you know is saving people that's doing like just doing wrong, yeah, like, and it's like it was a gift. Like my like my dad said, when you get a when, they, when you give a gift, you don't uh, you don't ask for anything in exchange. Yeah. It's me willingly giving yeah, it to yeah. you, like, and I didn't do anything to receive a gift. Mm -hmm. Like, so I think once I soaked in his unconditional love, then I realized, like like you said, he's trustworthy. His love mm -hmm. covers a multitude. So it's like just because he loves us, he's trustworthy. He. Uh, He's gracious to us. He's merciful to us. Like it's so many things that, that we can just rely on God for just because he loves us so much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's amazing. But nah, <laughs> side, side note real Good quick. Point. It's still in the same topic, but uh, Romans 14 was basically saying how like, like it's like a title of struggling with sin, but like, so the trouble is not the, it's not with the law for it is a spiritual and a good. The trouble is with me for I am all too human a slave to sin. Mm. I don't really understand myself for I want to do what is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. Mm. And then verse 25 says, thank God the, answers, the answer is in Jesus Christ our Lord. So you see how it is. In my mind, I really want to obey God's law, but because of my sinful nature, I am a slave to sin. That's Paul, ain't it? Yeah. That's like, one of my favorites. Yeah, facts, yeah. facts, facts. This, yeah. this is probably my favorite uh, chapter in all of Romans. For, that described yeah. me so perfect. Bro, that's what I'm saying, bro, to a T. Like, yeah. It's like, me too. Like, <laughs> me too. like, bro, and I feel like I feel like a lot of people can relate to that, bro. It's yeah. like you know what you're supposed to do right, but you but do like, wrong, but you do wrong anyway. Yeah. And it's like a cycle. It's like, and a, it's not like you want to do wrong, bro, but you do like, it. Like, it's, like, it's crazy. I don't, know, I, don't know how to say, yeah. I don't even know if it's like a unintentional type joint or whatever, but it's like it's the flesh, bro. 
Yeah. yeah, and then it's more so. I was talking to Bryce about this earlier today. I was like, it's more so like the environment you put yourself in. Mm-hmm. So like, I feel like you can limit the amount of sin that you're doing depending on where you put yourself at, who you put yourself around. Boundaries. It's boundaries exactly. with freedom. Exactly. Exactly. So like, if you know you're trying to refrain from drinking alcohol, then when your friends ask you to go out to a party at a club or whatever, and you know it's about to be alcohol there, how about I'm not gonna go. Yeah, or, or I'm gonna leave early. Or I'm gonna leave early out all night. Exactly. Yeah. Or let's how, how about we go to a restaurant instead or something? Or mm-hmm. like, like we can link up or I'll link with y'all afterwards. Yeah. Like, like when y'all come back mm-hmm. or beforehand before y'all leave, type John. Just basically like finding compromises to where you can yeah. still it, enjoy your friends and everything, but not fall to where yeah. you're a slave at. It got it has to be boundaries because that's like if you're struggling with lust, don't don't be on Instagram late late no, at night just scrolling, scrolling. Like, because the devil was gonna put something on your log, page for you to see. Log out, bro. Log out. <laughs> you gotta, you just, gotta log out, bro. You have to. Like, if there's no boundaries, you're like you're basically saying honestly to me, if you don't have no boundaries, you're saying to the devil, like, come, yeah, on. come on in. Like, come on you, in, you, come you open, me. you leave yeah. the door open. Yeah, you, you the leave door the door open. open. Yeah. I just stay on the free indeed pod yeah. Instagram <laughs> account and it's safe there. It's a safe place. <laughs> I wake up in the morning, be seen and stuff. I'm like, yeah, there you go. I just stay there because all my stuff there is just it's not filled with that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That's how, that's how my page place. is now. Like, I'm getting yeah. more motivational stuff. Yeah. When I go on my scriptures, yeah. when I go on my like man account, yeah, like, I tell them all the time. Every time you do a fast, I don't ever log out my seller's media account because that account straight motivational guy yeah. stuff and everything. Mm-hmm. My personal account is more so what everybody else is doing in their yeah. lives. And it's like, so you tap one thing, see next thing, go, you see everything that the world got going on. Mm-hmm. And it's like draining a little bit because it's like, you feel like you're missing out on the parties and these events and everything that's going on. But in reality, you're not missing nothing. But at that's all. that's how the devil gets you, though. It'd be like, yeah. oh, yeah, you didn't, you, you could have been in the concert with them. Yeah. You mm-hmm. could have been getting lit with them. Yeah. Like, I'm good over here. Like, yeah. you know, I don't even need to be saying all that, bro. Yeah. Take that's off crazy. your close friends kindly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you funny. Kindly. <laughs> Nah, it's crazy, bro. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, snap. That's a good talk so far. Nah, facts. Y'all got any more key points? Yeah. I have this one analogy that I've really been dying to say. Oh, Lord. You're right, man. All right. So it kind of ties in a little bit what you're saying. Finding the right restrictions, Mm -hmm. I guess we'll say. So um, in response to the Western um, post-Enlightenment 21st century idea of freedom, my favorite author, his name is Tim, Tim Keller. Mm-hmm. Uh, he responds and he says, freedom is not the absence of limitations and constraints, but is finding the right ones that fit our nature and liberate us. Mm-hmm. And he says, a fish absorbs oxygen from water, not air. So it's free only if restricted to water. If freed from water and put on grass, it's, freed to, it's freedom to move and live is destroyed. Mm-hmm. Freedom isn't the absence of restrictions, it's finding the right ones. What is water to a human being? Loving God. Uh, now that was good. Yeah. What book was that? That's the book you gave me, right? Uh, no. no, that this is a diff- this is from a different Wait, book. You, I think you, you posted on your story. Yeah. Yeah, I seen your yeah, story. I yeah, love yeah, this analogy. I've seen it. I heard it before. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. I put this on um, free and dot free and D one. Yeah. yeah, yeah this this is one of my favorite analogies and stuff for it because it's just wow. Nah, it's it's crazy. crazy. Yeah. But I mean, that, but that relates to like the scripture of seeking God first, Matthew yeah, six thirty three. Mm-hmm. I knew that was gonna come up eventually. Yeah, yeah. Know, and that, that, that's my favorite scripture. Now. That's my mom's like, too, yeah. so I hear it every day. Oh, yeah, bro. Like making sure, yeah. like you just said, like, like how you said too, like making sure, like our love for God is so strong mm-hmm. and so big and so huge. Like basically, it's like nothing else will be able to phase that mm-hmm. or cut in front of like where God is yeah. in our lives and everything. Yeah. But what was you gonna say? No, nah, that was no, nah, I was. I was just All saying right, that's man. my mom's favorite verse too. Yeah, so yeah. I got a question I for both of y'all. So how do you 
how do you free how do you go about freeing yourself from the lies of the devil meaning you know you know who god has called you to be like mm -hmm. like you know you're chosen you know you're this and that but you listen to the lies of stuff like fear like doubt discouragement mm -hmm. depression stuff like that mm -hmm. how do you go about canceling those noises like out of your ear when you know what god's telling you and who you are you want to go first or you want me to go <laughs> yeah i'll go first um I think really Matthew 6, th uh, 33, just seeking God mm -hmm. in all things, like dwelling in his presence mm -hmm. um, and making him a priority of my life has completely changed everything for me, at least. Mm -hmm. um, and days where I do feel like attacked more by the devil, um, typically what I'll do is I just dive deeper yeah. into God mm -hmm. um, and just kind of seek him. I, I do feel like freedom from sin and s shame and addiction, all of these things can be found in nearness like mm -hmm. in closeness to god mm -hmm. um so yeah typically i just i just try and run to him yeah. because anywhere else i'll just end up falling mm -hmm. back yeah. and for me it's a um song by jonathan reynolds called no gray no he's gray, basically yeah. explaining about how you can't be lukewarm you have to either be of the world or you of god mm -hmm. basically and i feel like a lot of like the depression the sadness the jealousy envy evil all that stuff comes from People being in the middle trying to compare their lives to other people, yeah. like social media and stuff. Like mm -hmm. basically, like you com you comparing your family to someone else's family. Someone else got money, mm -hmm. someone and someone that uh, that doesn't have money. Someone that got these new pair of shoes, someone that got old pair of shoes, mm -hmm. like so on and so forth. So it's like a lot of comparing spirits and a whole bunch of what ifs. Yeah. But instead, you should literally be more focused on what God thinks about you instead of what everybody else has to think about mm -hmm. you. So as far as like depression and all that stuff goes, I feel like all that stems from like people just always caring about what other people think about them yeah. or what they have going on in their life instead of just focusing on trying to get loved by God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, would you like to answer that too? Yeah. So, it's hard because like, as humans, I think we, I'm not going to lie and say like, we don't get fearful or we don't get discouraged. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of, because you, you will get that feeling, but it's, for me, I try to remind myself that everything I do, like, as far as that like, aspect is a test, like everything's mm -hmm. a test, meaning like I'm being tested in this aspect. Like, so I look at it as like every day I got to pass the test for this day, yeah. meaning I sit in the expectation waiting. Now, it's, as bad as it sounds, I sit in the expectation for waiting for the thing to happen because it's going gonna, it's gonna to want to get me out of my mood. It wants to get me mm -hmm. depressed. It wants me to get stressed. But I have control of my mind. Like, because I have Jesus, I can literally say like, Say no to it. Like, no I can reaction. say no. Yes. So I prepare myself to get ready, like, for the test of the day because mm -hmm. I know somewhere along the way we will be tested in any way, shape, or form. Whether you come home, your family, like, everybody on the wrong page, everybody fussing and stuff. Like, you might want to cut somebody out. <laughs> or you, you on a roll, you on a roll, somebody cut you off, you want to cut somebody out. Like, I just know every day I'm going to be tested by something, whether it might, it might be a girl, like, it might, it just might be anything. So it's up to me to set my mind on God and, and, basically tune into what he says about me for we already have liberation like all of that so that's what i do right now i'm literally seeing your car broken down in the tunnel yeah <laughs> <laughs> you see me though bro you you see hey, what mood i was in yeah, bro, so bro, tuck, bro, i had like 30 dms i had 30 dms bro <laughs> that was one bro. of the funniest things i've seen <laughs> bro, bro. I made that, my whole day that go back to how in the uh, previous episodes when you talk about posture uh, and everything like yeah positivity like your, yeah your posture yeah. is everything and depending on how you're gonna react to certain situations and how that day is gonna go from after that 
Facts, and it, the car was fine right after. Like, yeah, exactly. but it, what if I, what if I would have like started like doubting and all that stuff? Man. Like, stop being mad. Be one of people that got the car, the kick the I was car. Laughing. Make it worse. I was, I was like, God, still good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But nah, that's bro. That was good questions, bro. Yeah. But we do have to end this episode. This is episode seven of the More Purpose Podcast. Thank you, Tuck, for coming back on the show once again. We have to get a three, <laughs> three peat. We have to get a three peat. Yes, in. sir. You feel me? Free and deep pod. Talk yeah. about freedom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but subscribe to him. Appreciate yeah. you guys. Please just subscribe to my boy. Yeah. But nah, I love. Appreciate you for hopping up here, bro. Appreciate you, Marlon. Yes, sir. Always. Welcome, welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah. yeah. Well, better <laughs> like a little break. Yeah. You're doing a real estate business, man. He about Great. to go crazy. I'm trying to tell y'all next time he up here, he might have a. You know what I'm saying? Might yes, have that Lord. real estate deal. Let's go. Let's go. But nah, thank y'all for uh, tuning in. Follow us on YouTube, Instagram, on uh, More Purpose Podcast. Like, comment, subscribe, all that. Leave a review too on the podcast app on Apple Podcasts. We're going to be on Spotify podcast soon. And that's it. We out. Love.